fanatics football a football segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james and i'm joined once again by nate and mette what's up boys so hey all right in today's episode we're going to recap the divisional round from the nfl playoffs uh, we'll talk about each one of the games and recap them and then we'll move right into previewing the conference championship round uh, we'll sort of uh, give our analysis on each game and we'll just sort of talk about who we think is going to win each game, who's going to cover each spread. And then, yeah, we'll just uh, look again uh, ahead at the Super Bowl and sort of see how we're projecting things out for that. So um, definitely a, a lot to get to. So let's just get started. Um, we'll start with the recap here and we'll start with the first game. It was the Cincinnati Bengals at the Tennessee Titans. The Bengals come away with the win 19 to 16, a big win for the Bengals. I believe it's their first, uh, road playoff win in their history. Uh, insane. It was won by an Evan McPherson field goal in the last minute of the game. Uh, we'll get to the stats for the Bengals first. Joe Burrow, 348 passing yards with an interception. On the ground, Joe Mixon, 14 carries for 54 yards and a rushing touchdown. Then through the air, Jamar Chase, five catches for 109 receiving yards. T. Higgins, seven for 96. C.J. Uzama, seven for 71. And then Joe Mixon had six catches for 51 yards. Uh, Mete, let me just get to you on the Bengals. I guess give me your thoughts on this game. Yeah, the Bengals continue to have their Cinderella run as they're going to the AFC Championship. So congratulations to the Bengals. I wish Terry was here. He'd be super pumped up. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, the O-line was shaky. They gave up like nine sacks, but they came through at the end. Big turnover and then field goal to win it. Great job by the Bengals. They're looking great and... Hopefully they can get it done this week. Yeah, definitely. They're looking really good. Uh, most people didn't even expect them to make the playoffs, much less win their division and much less go to the AFC championship. So who knows what they can do from here. I guess we'll get to the stats for the Titans now. Ryan Tannehill at 220 passing yards. He had a passing touchdown, but also three interceptions. One of them, like you said, Mete, was to set up the game-winning field goal for the Bengals. Uh, in terms of rushing, Deontay Foreman, four carries for 66 yards. Derrick Henry had 20 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. And then through the air, A.J. Brown, five catches, 142 yards and a receiving touchdown. Julio Jones, six catches for 62 yards. And Dontrell Hilliard had three for 13. Um, Nate, I'm going to get to you on the Titans. I guess what went wrong for them in this game? I guess it just... Um, this game was more of a, it was a back and forth game, but instead of being um, really high scoring, it would, ended up being kind of a defensive um, back and forth game with a lot of yardage. Um, the Bengals, uh, they have a good uh, run defense, and uh, Derrick Henry was still able to get um, into the end zone, but um, the Titans are most effective when um, Derrick Henry can just uh, punch holes through um, the defensive line consistently and unfortunately the Bengals were able to kind of limit him a little bit and it kind of turned into um, I guess kind of um, more of a game through the air so that's how the Bengals were able to win 
Yeah, and then as we noticed, Tannehill wasn't able to get it done through the air. Uh, those costly interceptions, I guess early and late in the game especially, just really did not help this Titans team. Um, I feel like, yeah, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, they had great games. But, yeah, if Tannehill was just able to sort of protect the ball a little bit better, I think the, the Titans had a good chance of winning this game. So, yeah, good on the Bengals, solid win for them overall. Uh, we'll move into the next game now. Uh, it was the San Francisco 49ers at the Green Bay Packers. Huge upset alert here. 49ers beat the Packers 13-10. to 10. We'll get to the stats for San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo, 131 passing yards and an interception. Uh, in terms of rushing, uh, Eli Mitchell, 17 carries, 53 yards. Debo Samuel, 10 carries for 39 yards. Then through the air, George Kittle, four catches for 63 yards. Debo Samuel added three for 44 yards. And Eli Mitchell at three for 18 yards receiving. Um, Nate, I'm going to bounce it back to you. I guess, what are your thoughts on this win for the 49ers? I mean, I think this is an amazing win. Um, the Packers, they were arguably the best regular season team in the league. If I thought the Packers could have went all the way to, um, I guess, to the Super Bowl at least, or at least uh, go past this round, make a really deep uh, playoff rounds. And I thought, like, you know, maybe the Packers could go all the way and win. But um, I guess the 49ers, when they're fully healthy, they have a good enough defense to, I guess, go up against almost any team. And I guess they kind of proved it here. Yeah, I mean, this 49ers team, they showed a lot of grit, especially uh, capitalizing on the, the mess up from the Green Bay special teams. I think Green Bay had a bottom five special teams this year. And they were hoping it wouldn't ruin their playoff run. And ultimately, in the first game, it did. Uh, it really showed up that they weren't able to, you know, have a good special team. So um, I'll get to the stats for the Packers, though. Aaron Rodgers, 225 passing yards for him. Uh, in terms of rushing, Aaron Jones had 12 carries for 41 yards. A.J. Dillon, seven carries <clears throat> for 25 yards and a rushing touchdown. And then getting to receiving, Aaron Jones had nine catches for 129 yards. Big day for him. Devontae Adams also had nine catches for 90 yards. And yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, it looks like the 49ers shut down most of the other uh, receivers for the Packers. Uh, Mete, I'm going to get to you on Green Bay. I guess what went wrong for them in this game? Yeah, they scored a touchdown on their first drive and then they didn't score until the fourth quarter and that was only a field goal. So I really feel like the offense let them down and the defense didn't give up a single touchdown. Like you said, the touchdown was on a special teams play and then they only gave up uh, two field goals so yeah the defense did their job the offense after the first drive they were pretty much non-existent so that was really tough for the Packers as the run game wasn't really there uh, on Saturday so yeah I think this is more on the offense than it is on the defense and the special teams yeah, I mean, I feel like the offense could have been better here. Can't blame them, of course, because San Francisco has a pretty good defense as well. Um, but yeah, the special teams really, I guess, highlighted that a lot more. Because I mean, if, if it wasn't for that special teams touchdown, I think Green Bay wins this game. So um, yeah, it just made the offensive weakness in this game a lot more glaring. And yeah, you're definitely right. The defense stepped up for Green Bay, but the rest of the team just really didn't elevate their play. And yeah, good on the 49ers, solid win. Um, you keep the game low scoring. That's how you're going to beat Green Bay. Because going into a shootout with Aaron Rodgers is it, 
like you're not going to win that way. So, um, yeah, good for the 49ers and solid win. We'll get to the Sunday slate now. Um, the LA Rams beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 30 to 27. This one was also on a late field goal, just like the first two games. Uh, we'll get to the stats for the Rams. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 366 passing yards and two passing touchdowns. In terms of rushing, Cam Akers, 24 carries for 48 rushing yards. And then uh, Matthew Stafford ran four times for six yards and a rushing touchdown. Getting to receiving, Cooper Cup, as dominant as he always is, nine catches, 183 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. Odell Beckham, six catches, 69 yards. Uh, Tyler Higby, four for 51. And then Kendall Blanton at two catches. They went for 18 yards and a receiving touchdown. Uh, Metti, I'm going to get to you on the Rams. I guess, what are your thoughts on this win? Yeah, they got it done, but it was pretty scary as they went up 27 to three. And then they started turning the ball over like crazy. The Buccaneers almost made an insane comeback. And then on that last drive, Matthew Stafford hits Cooper Cup for to set up the game winning field goal. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, it was really scary. They were up 24 points. And the Buccaneers made almost one of the greatest comebacks I've ever seen. But they got it done. So it doesn't matter how they did it. They're moving on. And it's really impressive, even though Cam Akers had a rough game. The fact that he's playing at this point is just blowing me away. And yeah, the Rams, they're looking great. Uh, it was scary, but... They got it done. So congratulations to the Rams. Yeah, I think if you go in the dictionary and look up the word insane comeback, you're going to see a picture of Tom Brady. He just never seems to fail when it comes to making crazy comebacks. Of course, this one fell short. Uh, we'll get to the, the Buccaneers stats for this one. Uh, Tom Brady, 329 passing yards, a passing touchdown and an interception. Uh, in terms of rushing, Leonard Fournette, he's back in this game. Uh, he had 13 carries for 51 yards and two rushing touchdowns. Then getting to receiving, Mike Evans, eight catches, 119 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. Rob Gronkowski had four catches for 85 yards. Leonard Fournette had nine for 56 yards. And Scotty Miller had four catches for 38 receiving yards. Um, Nate, I'm going to get to you on the Buccaneers. I guess, uh, how do you feel about this loss? I guess it's a little unfortunate for the I guess, former defending champs of the NFL. That being said, um, the Rams were one of the candidates to make a really deep um, playoff run. They they already had a really good offense without um, Odell, so I think um, they, had a, they have an even better offense now. And uh, the Buccaneers, they're also um, a really strong team overall. Uh, they were able to kind of capitalize on the Rams' mistakes, and they almost came back, so... It was a pretty impressive game, but unfortunately, the Rams were just a little bit better. So I guess Tom Brady's going to have to settle for still having the most rings out of any, any quarterback in the NFL for now. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely a solid game from the Rams. Um, for the first half, like Mete was saying, second half, they kind of let it slip a little bit. Uh, then, yeah, they, they were able to get that late field goal to sort of save face there at the end. Um, and yeah, as for Tampa Bay, you know, solid season. They dealt with a lot more injuries this year than they did last year. It probably impacted their chances of being able to go back to back. It's really tough, um, especially with the amount of injuries there is in football. So, yeah, I think that they had a pretty impressive season either way. And then we'll get to the final game. 
This was probably the craziest game of the weekend. It was very back and forth. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs being the Buffalo Bills, 42 to 36. This one was won in overtime. Uh, we'll get to the stats here for the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes, 378 passing yards and three passing touchdowns. Uh, he also led the team in rushing, seven carries, 69 yards and a rushing touchdown as well. Huge game. Uh, and then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he was back in this game. He had seven carries for 60 yards. McCole Hardman at two for 31 and a rushing touchdown. Then in terms of receiving, Tyreek Hill, 11 catches, 150 yards and a receiving touchdown. Um, Travis Kelsey also had a huge day, eight catches, 96 yards and a receiving touchdown. While Jarek McKinnon had five catches, 54 yards and Byron Pringle had five catches for 29 yards and a receiving touchdown. Uh, Nate, I'm going to get to you on Kansas City. KC Nations headed for a fourth straight AFC championship. What are your thoughts? Again, this is a really amazing performance uh, by Kansas City. I mean, Buffalo was, again, one of the uh, better regular season teams. I know uh, last season the Chiefs um, really had the uh, Bills number, but the Bills really came to play this game. Um, Josh Allen, he was having a really good a really good game. Um, the the D line couldn't really I guess limit him, so it basically came down to um, who could shoot up the other team more. And basically went all the way uh, down to the wire. So really good job by the Chiefs. Yeah, really good job by the Chiefs. I thought the Bills were going to win the game outright, but with 13 seconds left, Mahomes was able to take it down the field. They could get that field goal, take it to overtime, and then, yeah, um, they get the ball first, and they make it count. They get the touchdown so that it doesn't go the other way. So, yeah, solid win by the Chiefs. We'll get to the stats for the Bills now. Josh Allen, 329 passing yards and four passing touchdowns. Yeah, both quarterbacks having four touchdowns is insane in this game. Allen added 11 carries on the ground as well for 68 rushing yards. Devin Singletary had 10 carries for 26 yards and a rushing touchdown. In terms of receiving, Gabe Davis had a career day, eight catches, 201 receiving yards, and four receiving touchdowns. Yeah, that's something you don't see every day. Cole Beasley went six for 60. Devin Singletary, four catches for 25 receiving yards. Uh, Mete, let me get to you on the Bills. I guess give me your thoughts on this loss. Wow, this was a heartbreaker. Those last two minutes or so were something I've never seen before, where it's just going back and forth. And then, yeah, like you said, with 13 seconds left, I thought it was over two. As you've got the number one ranked defense with the Buffalo Bills, and they give up two plays to allow the Chiefs to get into field goal range and tie it. So, yeah, that was simply... It shouldn't have happened, but yeah, it is what it is. A lot of people were complaining about the overtime rule, which I do agree. It's not the greatest rule, but like I said, they had the number one ranked defense and with 13 seconds, they should have closed it out. So it was tough, but yeah, uh, I will say this, Josh Allen, I was kind of skeptical about him respectful i'm tripping out i don't know how yeah, to yeah, say. yeah you were right you were right yeah. okay skeptical uh before the year i thought he was kind of overrated as he only had that one great season last season but yeah he's looking like a top five quarterback for sure and i think he can get even better as 
he's what in his third or fourth year. So yeah, great job by Josh Allen. Uh, the run game wasn't really there, and he really carried this offense, this game, and almost got it done. Yeah, I was going to say, ever since that overtime loss against Tampa Bay in the season, I feel like every game after that, he's just been playing at a different level. I know early in the in the year, he had a lot of interceptions. He had a lot of giveaways and stuff. Uh, the Jaguars loss wasn't good. But ever since that Tampa Bay game, he's just been having like almost three or four touchdown passes every single game. Um, he was pretty much the dominating factor in the first game against the Patriots. And in this game, he almost got it done as well. Like you said, we can put it on the Bills defense. Um, I don't feel like they played at that top level. Um, I feel like that they played their best game of the season defensively against the Patriots in the first round of the playoffs. They might have left it all on the field. Who knows? But, um, yeah, the, it was a really tough performance from that defense. Um, and I guess it just shows that Pat Mahomes is just on another level. Um, the fact that four straight AFC championships, um, you know, being with the Chiefs, like that's pretty insane. Um, you know, like that's like Tom Brady level play almost. So, um, yeah, he, he's really solid. And, yeah, both these quarterbacks have a great future for sure. But, yeah, great win for the Chiefs um, headed to the AFC Championship. And, yeah, that's going to be the end of our recap for the divisional round. So we'll get to the conference championship round. Um, yeah, two big games. Both of them are going to be on Sunday. The first one is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'll get to both of you guys on uh, this game. You can just talk a little bit about it. Uh, you can give your winner and you can give the team that's going to cover the spread right now. The Chiefs are favored by seven and a half. Uh, Mete, I'll start with you. Uh, take a look at this matchup. Yeah, this matchup happened in the last couple of weeks of the regular season and the Bengals won. So uh, I'm expecting a close game. But like I was saying, uh, the Bengals offensive line was pretty bad last week giving up nine sacks it shouldn't be happening at this point of the season so that's really concerning me and the Chiefs are just looking red hot especially on offense so yeah I feel like even though the Bengals have had a Cinderella run I think uh, their season will come to an end this week, even though I don't want to see that happen, I'm rooting for the Bengals, but it's just really tough for me to see the Bengals win this game. So I'm picking the Chiefs, but you said seven and a half or something yeah. like that, and I feel like it should be a close game. So I'll pick the Bengals to cover, but I'm fully expecting the Chiefs to win this game. All right, and I'll bounce to you, Nate. I guess what are your thoughts on this game? I guess this game, um, it could potentially become another shootout because um, I guess the Bengals, they don't have the best pass defense, but um, the Chiefs, their defense isn't what it was um, last season. Lastly, last season, I felt like they could kind of shut down any offense they wanted, but I feel like this season, it seems like they kind of uh, let things slip that they wouldn't have um, last season, so... And the Bengals have a really good offense as well. I mean, Joe Mixon's really good. Um, Joe Burrow's really good. The wide receivers on the Bengals are also really good. So I feel like um, seven and a half is way too high for Kansas City, even though they also have a really good offense. I think it could end up being um, like the Kansas City versus the Bills again, where in 
ends up going to overtime and it basically takes a touchdown or something to win. So I think the Bengals should be able to cover this, but I would still go with Kansas City, even though I kind of want the Bengals to at least make the Super Bowl. All right. And yeah, just breaking down this game. Um, yeah, I think both teams are solid. Um, I don't really think the the last game these two teams played is going to have any factor uh, here. I feel like this is a brand new game. I feel like both teams have a shot at, at getting it done. Um, Chiefs obviously are the stronger team, as we've seen. Um, they've battled against uh, really solid teams over the past few weeks. I think the Bengals were their only loss in like their last 11 games or something. Like a really impressive run for the Chiefs. Um, and yeah, um, I will be cheering for the Bengals as well. I definitely want to see them go through. It's going to be really tough for them to get through, though. I still think the Chiefs should be able to win this. Um, they have the better offense, clearly. And then on defense, I, I think that they can match up well uh, against the Bengals. They might allow a lot of points, but I think the Chiefs offense is definitely good enough to back them to this win. Do they cover at seven and a half? I don't think so. I think the Bengals can keep up with them. If it gets to seven, probably as well. If it drops to six and a half, then maybe I'm considering taking the Chiefs. But yeah, right now, I definitely like the Chiefs to win and Bengals to cover as well. Uh, we'll move to the Sunday night game. San Francisco 49ers at the LA Rams. Uh, the Rams are favored by three and a half in this game. Uh, this time, Nate, I'm going to start with you. I guess just give me your thoughts on this game. Well, I guess um, this is kind of a Matthew Stafford kind of proving that he is a really high-level quarterback and he finally has a team around him. So we've been saying, you know, if um, Matthew Stafford had the proper team, he could make a really deep playoff run and he's kind of proved it. And I guess for the 49ers, this is kind of, uh, they did make the Super Bowl a couple of seasons ago, but unfortunately um, it didn't, they weren't able to go all the way and win. And then last season, um, they had a lot of injuries, so they're, I guess, trying to make an, another Super Bowl run. They have the defense that could, I guess, kind of keep them in the game against potentially any team. So it's going to be a really high-powered offense against, I guess, uh, a lockdown kind of defense. I guess it's going to be kind of hard to tell who would win. I think the 49ers could possibly um, cover because again they were able to limit the Packers offense which not a lot of teams could do that this season I guess you could maybe take the, the Rams to win all right um, Mete I'll bounce to you now I guess what are your thoughts on this matchup yeah uh, thanks Nathan for talking about Matthew Stafford as I completely forgot during the recap to talk about him I was going to say that he leaves Detroit and he's got two playoff wins. So, yeah, great job by him. Finally getting it done in the playoffs. As like you said, he's got a great team around him now. And, yeah, I'm a big believer in this Rams team, especially ever since they got Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Vaughn Miller, they've looked much better. And, yeah, I feel like the 49ers, I don't want to sound like I'm kind of uh, hating on them, but I really feel like they're fortunate to be at this conference championship game as they draw the Cowboys and we know they're a joke. And then the divisional round, 
the Packers just after the first drive laid a complete goose egg and they scored off a special teams play. So yeah, they're, I think they're really fortunate to be here at this point. Uh, I don't want to sound like a complete hater. So uh, the 49ers, they've had the Rams number last couple of years. I think Shanahan is undefeated against Sean McVay since like 2018, something like that. So I think they can keep it close. So for the spread, I definitely picked them, but I'm expecting the Rams to go through to the Super Bowl. All right, and yeah, breaking down this matchup, this is a divisional game in the conference championship. That's pretty special, I think, that we don't normally get that. Um, I'm definitely going to be excited for this game. I think that this game, um, it's honestly up in the air more uh, than the other one. I think the Chiefs should be able to get things done in the first one, but this game definitely could go either way. I guess just breaking it down, Mete, you were saying something. I think it was like 6-0. and uh, Shanahan is against McVay. Uh, since 2018 something like that these teams play each other at least two times a year so um, that's pretty impressive to be able to dominate like that Um, yeah both teams have what it takes to win this game I'm just gonna be straight out with it Um, both quarterbacks tend to throw interceptions at the wrong time Uh, both Stafford and Jimmy G have had chances to throw their respective teams games away and both teams were strong enough to to will them to the win so I don't think it's going to come down to quarterbacks in this game I feel like it's just going to come down to defense, whichever defense is going to be able to uh, really play better. Um, I've been riding the 49ers on the spread every single week, and they've been covering for me every single week of the playoffs. So there's no way I'm going to go away from that. It's three and a half. Uh, They won in overtime this year. They won via a blowout earlier in the year. So yeah, I'm going to take 49ers to cover. And I think they have the team to win. They have a great offensive line. They have great playmakers. They have a great defense. Uh, Even in man coverage, they seem to be able to put enough pressure on the quarterback, you know, to be able to to get uh, good plays off uh, on the defense. So I'll take 49ers to win and to cover. So I, I think they have a good team this year. I think this team as a whole might be better than the team that went to the Super Bowl two years ago. Um, they're definitely getting things together. I mean, as long as Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't throw the game away from that for them and uh, he just plays, you know, the, the system that Shanahan has, I think they're definitely good enough to beat this Rams team. Rams are going to have to rely on their um, big playmakers, guys like Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Vaughn Miller, and Jalen Ramsey, guys like that um, to beat this 49ers team. But yeah, um, I just like the 49ers offense and defense as a whole. So, yeah, I'm going to go uh, with them to both win and cover. Um, yeah, so two great matchups. Um, that's pretty much the preview. I guess we'll look ahead to the Super Bowl a little bit. Um, Nate, I believe you had both Green Bay and Kansas City uh, in your projections. Obviously, the Packers didn't make the cut. Um, so I assume uh, you're predicting Chiefs and Rams. Yeah, I'm guessing, um, I guess it's kind of KC Nation, so they're probably going to make uh, the Super Bowl, and the Rams have a really good offense, so why not take them? All right, and uh, I guess, Mete, getting to you, I think both of your Super Bowl finalists were out last week. Um, I know we're all cheering for the Bengals, but um, I assume Chiefs and Rams is also your matchup. Yeah, I've got Chiefs and Rams, and... I went with the Bills from the AFC. Sadly, they didn't get it done. 
they really gave Kansas City a great fight, but just didn't happen at the end. And then I went with the Packers, who have been choking in the playoffs for like a decade now. So <laughs> that was the wrong call as well. And I'm hoping at least I'm right now at this point with the Chiefs and the Rams. Yeah, I think the the Chiefs and the Rams, um, they have enough firepower on both sides. I'm obviously going to go with Chiefs and 49ers. I originally had the same matchup as Nate. It was with the Packers and Chiefs. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll just replace them with the 49ers. The 49ers, they've proven they can beat big teams. They beat Dallas. Um, they, they shut down a high-powered Dallas offense. They shut down a high-powered Green Bay offense. So I really believe they're going to shut down a high-powered Rams offense. I, I really do. They're really solid. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go 49ers and Chiefs. I know it's not the freshest matchup. We saw it, like, what, two years ago? Um, yeah, and of course, we know that game. 49ers, they had a, a big lead at halftime, and then the Chiefs just evaporated it in the, in the second half. So, um, yeah, hopefully um, we, we get a good matchup either way in the Super Bowl. And, yeah, if the Bengals go through, I think we'll all be pretty happy and we'll all definitely be cheering for them in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, we definitely have to get Terry on if they go through. That, that's one thing I got to try and do and get this man on, get his thoughts on the Bengals. But, yeah, um, I think the playoffs has been great. A lot of nice upsets. I think, like, we don't have any more one seeds left in the playoffs. We only have one two seed as well. So, Huge upsets. Playoffs have been unpredictable more than most years. I think most years you'll usually get a one seed in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, it's been pretty exciting. I don't know, Mete, do you have any last thoughts? Yeah, like you said, I'm really hoping the Bengals uh, make the Super Bowl as that's Terry's team. And, yeah, they've gone through a lot of pain in the last 20, 30 years. So, yeah, hopefully they can get in. Uh, and then I'm hoping the Rams make it as well as I think it was just a couple of years ago they were in the playoffs. I mean, Super Bowl, but uh, they had a pretty rough showing. I think they only put up three points against the Patriots. So, yeah, and Matthew Stafford, it's his first time without Detroit. He's gotten two playoff wins. And, yeah, he's a little bit of a story himself as well. So those two are easy to root for, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Nate, I'll bounce to you. I guess any last thoughts from you? I guess if we see 49ers versus Chiefs, it'll kind of uh, be the story of can uh, Jimmy G kind of get his revenge because unfortunately the Chiefs were able to get the 49ers uh, number. And I guess for the Chiefs, that's kind of, um, they've just been dom dominant for so long. They're arguably kind of been the best team in the NFL for a few years. So this is kind of, it's kind of like we're seeing um, the start of the Patrick Mahomes era. I know we've had an era where Tom Brady was the basically the best quarterback in the world. So this is kind of like a passing the torch from Tom Brady to um, Patrick Mahomes in a way. And then I guess for the Rams, it's kind of like, uh, again, Matthew Stafford kind of proving how good he really was and kind of how underrated he, he could have been considering he was on the Lions for a long time. And for the Bengals, it's, I guess everyone said it, it's a Cinderella story. 
I think even if it does end, I think this is like a really amazing season for the Bengals. This is what like Joe Burrow's like second season, third season, and they all they already made it this this far. It's really impressive, especially considering how rough the Bengals have had it. I mean, he's already um, basically the best Bengals quarterback of all time, arguably just from this season. So yeah, this is a really good playoff so far. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I guess speaking of quarterbacks, you talked about Patrick Mahomes. He's clearly the best quarterback left in the playoffs. You could probably argue Joe Burrow, the way he's played, might be the second best. Then you got Matthew Stafford and you got Jimmy Garoppolo. I know a lot of people think he's the worst quarterback um, left, and I think that is justified. But at the same time, I think he has the second best winning percentage uh, out of the three quarter or out of the four quarterbacks left behind Patrick Mahomes. So I don't know what it is about him. He might not be the most talented quarterback. He might not have the legs that some of the others do, but he finds a way to get it done. So um, he could uh, flat out lose the game for the 49ers, but at the same time, he could be, uh, you know, one of the reasons that they get through. So that'll be exciting to see what happens in that game. And then, yeah, I really hope we get another shootout uh, with the Chiefs and the Bengals. We saw how exciting some of those shootouts were last week. So, um, yeah, might as well, the two best quarterbacks left in the playoffs going head-to-head. Might as well have an exciting game there. So, yeah, honestly, I think it's going to be a great weekend of conference championship football. And, yeah, that's going to be the end of this Fantasy Fanatics football episode. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at FanFanPodcast. Post the updated picks for all these games on Sunday. And we'll also have NBA and NHL as well throughout the week. Definitely go check that out. Uh, I think we've been on a pretty good heater lately as well. So definitely go check that out if you want winning picks. Um, definitely check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, hit the bell for notifications on YouTube, leave comments, reviews, all that good stuff. And yeah, guys, um, it's coming right down to it. Uh, the final three games of football this season are ahead. I uh, can't wait for them. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you.